What is going on, guys? Christian from the Lane Prey MMA podcast, joined as always by Trenton. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hello. What's going hello. On? Uh, not much. You know, just living, living life, living the dream. Yeah, um, could say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're Jeffrey Less this episode. Um, he's got other stuff going on right now. Uh, obviously, it's been a little while. A little while since we've done an episode, just because right now we're all on. I, I really think it's just bad timing for all of us yeah. with trying to trying to get a good schedule going. Um, but, I think it's been hard with everybody. I mean, I got a brand new set of twins that are four months old. Jeffrey's yeah. got a, you know, four and four a half, month. five month old yeah. baby as well. And you're just back moved to work. Across, you know, he moved across the state or whatever, or the country yeah. or whatever the hell. And everybody's just trying to get their life situated before we can Absolutely. have a a, a consistent schedule going for and sure you're newly engaged and yeah i'm i'm kidding less so yeah but I, you know i'm i'm like the least busy out of everybody so um yeah so like i said just whenever we can get episodes out we'll get episodes out um right now obviously there's been news since the last time that we did an episode um there's been a couple fight cards uh specifically the Tiago Santos and Johnny Walker card, which uh, I think in that fight card, I think I got all my picks right. Um, oh no, sorry, I picked me. I think I think I picked Misha Serkinov to beat Jotko. That I got that one wrong. Um, and then obviously we had the Mackenzie Dern and Marina Rodriguez uh, fight, and Marina Rodriguez won that fight. Um. Other than that, I mean, there wasn't really anything that stuck out. Um, and then Aspen Ladd was supposed to fight on that uh, that card, and she missed weight, and now she's going to be fighting on this upcoming card this weekend. As the main event? As the main event. So, um, yeah, just, I guess, the way that the MMA world works right now. Um, other than that, there's, like I said, there's been uh, quite a bit of news. We'll get into that here later, but uh, for now, I guess the best thing to do is we'll just do quick predictions on the Lad vs. Demont main card. Okay. And then uh, get into some news and talk about that. So uh, kicking off the main card in the middleweight division, Julian Marquez versus Jordan Wright. Um, Jordan Wright is what was his nickname? I think it's the Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's like one of my favorite Chris Farley movies ever. So right. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, Julian Marquez is a stud, but I think Jordan Wright, obviously he he had the one loss to Joaquin Buckley. And other than that, he's looked pretty phenomenal in, ter- in terms of his time in the UFC. Uh, Julian Marquez, uh, I mean, both guys, you know, 30, 31 years old. Um, Julian Marquez is coming off of a submission or two submission wins against um, uh, Mackie Patolo and Sam Alvey. So, I mean, smiling Sam Alvey is a fighter, you know, or a, a fan favorite, but still, he's not like an elite. I, I think he's right on now. a five or six fight losing streak right he's now. He's, oh, I think he's 06 and one in his last seven yeah. fights, and he is getting one more fight in the UFC in February. Uh, and Patrick Cote, like, voiced his displeasure with the fact that there's a bunch of people that are getting cut left and right, and Sam Alvey's a guy who hasn't won a fight in, like, three years and is still on the roster. Yeah. So, um, I, I think in this fight, Jordan Wright, he just strikes – he strikes me as the better all-around fighter. Uh, if it goes to the ground, Julian Marquez uh, should – I think he'll I think he'll be dominant on the ground because that's his game. But uh if Jordan Wright can keep it on the feet, uh I I would assume that he can control this fight. So I'm gonna go with Jordan Wright in this one. Uh and I, I just think he's a more exciting fighter. So I'm gonna go with Jordan Wright. It's this one's a weird one for me because I kind of agree with you. But for some reason. I feel like Julian Marquez is going to pull this one off. Okay. Like, I feel like he's got kind of, I wouldn't say hype, but he's got like, 
I don't know. He's got like a isn't some he atten- the guy that attention on him. He's the one that called out Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Cyrus that's yeah. right. He, <laughs> yeah. I think they went on a date. Like, but they were like, no, we're just gonna be friends or something. I don't. I don't I think they did because he said something about like the next time. I don't know. He did something. I can't. I can't weird. remember. Yeah. It was weird. Like he said something, and then she acknowledged him. Yeah. And then he tweeted back something she about said, if like how MC- like, if, yeah, if you shave MC in your chest or or some shit. Like I can't remember. It was fucking yeah. something weird. Yeah. Okay. And I think he. Sh- I think he blew his shot. But, yeah. But it looked it looks good for him for a minute yeah. there though. I think like he's got more attention on him, and I and I think maybe that's why I want to go with him. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen Jordan Wright fight a couple times and his stand up is good, but I haven't I remember a I time I've seen him go to the ground. That's yeah, the that's what I, that's what concerns me here. Yeah, because if Julian could get him down, he might be a. I mean, I, I nobody really is these days, but a fish out of water in the UFC. You know what I mean? Like if he yeah. goes to the ground, maybe I don't know. I I, I feel like Julian Marquez is going to pull this one off. I think just because I've seen him more times and I've kind of followed his career closer. Okay. That I have, I just have more faith in him. I believe. I okay. mean, it may be a bad choice to go off of, or a bad reason to choose him, but I, I just, you know, that's all I'm working with right now. So, yeah. All right. Uh, next up in the women's flyweight division, uh, Manon Fioro versus Mayra Buena Silva. Uh, Manon Fioro is uh, putting women away left and right. Uh, she's got two. two uh, Round two TKOs or knockouts. Uh, while Buena Silva has gotten, I think, uh, two finishes in a row. No, sorry. She had a draw with Montana De La Rosa, a submission win, and then she had a decision loss. Okay. So in her last three, she's one, one, and one. Um, I just think Manon is the more dangerous striker. I feel like she's more dangerous all around. And obviously the, the fights start standing. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Manon in this fight. I, did, I don't know either of these women, to be completely honest, but uh, I like seeing TKOs and KOs on your record if you're female. It yeah. definitely looks good. It definitely helps boost you. It means you got some kind of finishing power, you know what I mean? Like, or, or, or at least good some combination. Yeah. yeah. And she's, it seems like she's going for the finish. So uh, I'm going to go with her in this one. And uh, she's gotten two second round TKOs. And I'm going to go with another second round TKO or KO. I, I'm going to agree with you on this one. I, I think Manon's going to win as well. I, I don't know that I've seen uh, a Silva fight. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing it to be honest with you but i have seen manon fight and she her physique is intense too so uh i I think she's gonna come in and shape and make a statement here and try to crack into like you know top i don't know what she is but top 15 top 10 or something like that probably top 10 15 try to crack into it at least yeah i mean i the biggest thing is i just like that we're seeing ex- exciting female fights. Like, I mean, yeah. the Mackenzie Dern fight last week, that, that was a good, uh, the Dern and Rodriguez fight was fun. I like how this, this fight is actually, they have like basically the same record besides a no contest. The one, it looks like yeah, the one, or, or a draw. It, was it a draw? Or it's no a draw. Contest? It's a draw. Okay. It's a draw. Okay. okay. I couldn't, I couldn't but remember. Yeah. If yeah. It was a draw or no besides contest. the one draw, they, they're both seven and one. So, yeah, I mean, th- this sh- should be a good fight. Yeah. I mean, and the best way to look at it is besides the main event, you know, you've got a, another girls fight that's on the main card. Yeah. I mean, if you get a TKO finish here, I can't, I can't imagine you wouldn't be in top 15. You get three TKO finishes in a row. Oh, and the flyweight, the way that the flyweight division is right now, they need somebody to be there besides Valentina. Yeah. Like they need another girl that's exciting. Because, I mean, look what she did to Lauren Murphy in the last fight. Look what she did to Jessica Andrade in the fight before that. How old and, is Manon? Uh, 31. 31. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, it should be interesting. I mean, I don't know when females prime are, but, I mean, 31's 
like i mean that's men, uh that's like men, a male prime yeah men can reach their prime at 31 some of them reach it a little earlier but yeah about 31 30 31 years old is when the men hit their, their prime. michael I, I, michael bisping or glover to yeah there you it's go like, fuck 30 <laughs> i guess i guess everybody is different but yeah just i guess it's you know right time right timing um next up in the lightweight division uh obviously a lightweight staple has been for years and years and years jim miller versus eric gonzalez uh i think this is eric gonzalez his ufc debut yes and i read something um where he basically was saying that he was thinking that he was going to get Donald Cerrone in his, like his, that, the fight. But instead, it's another, you know, longtime lightweight in Jim Miller, which I'll be honest, I think that he, I would have rather fought Donald Cerrone than, than Jim Miller. Cause Donald Cerrone, you know that he's, he's either going to be hit or miss. So, but Jim Miller, He's he's not fighting his greatest right now, but he still has some finishes like within the last his last few fights. Yeah, um, with, with Jim Miller at this point right now, it's it's and and Cowboy is like Cowboy is. I mean, they're both on the tail end of their career, mm-hmm. but Jim Miller still brings it. Oh, big! Like, time. He he's still on fire. You know, uh, Cowboy might come out and and look flat and and just not be there for the fight you know what i mean like cowboy mm-hmm. it, it's weird to predict what he what what's going to come from him at this point in his career but jim miller you know he's still going to come forward and still put the pressure on he and just might not be able to yeah he just might not be able to pull it off these days or, or yeah. whatever but you know he's still trying you know what i mean cowboy yeah. sometimes i know cowboy's trying too don't get me wrong yeah but, but it's, it just, just it's, it's, it's it's a different it's a different pace you yeah. know like cowboy's gonna stand there and try to pick you apart slowly and and do all this stuff and jim miller's gonna bring the fight to you and yeah. still try to beat you up like that you know yeah um i feel like this point I'm, in cowboy's career he's more of a counter striker these days or tries I, to be yeah i think he just it takes him too long to get going to get going that, yeah that's super yeah. slow yeah it's like dude holy shit let's go <laughs> like yeah um i think i think his his i mean not to turn this into a bashing cowboy uh podcast right now yeah. but i I, th- I think his hands have slowed considerably and the power in his hands aren't there anymore like, like i think the power in general his kicks his combinations his his speed think, and his his uh yeah. coordination looks off these days Every, yeah. like everything seems a little off I mean, that's age, man. I think, age I think, well, I think that, and I think also, uh, the fact that he's, I mean, his, his only motivation to fight now is the paycheck because yeah. he'll never, he'll never get another title shot yeah. and he'll never, he'll never even sniff like close to a title shot, you know? Well, he knows he's got one foot out the door, you know, he's, I'm sure he's considered retirement probably the last three fights of his career, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and then he just, comes back and does this thing and you're like, all right, are you just collecting checks now? Cause you have a decent contract and you yeah. just want to play that out or like, and he's going for those fight of the night bonuses. Yeah. Um, in this fight though, I honestly think that Jim Miller, because it's the new, the guy's either going to, you know, have a fantastic debut and he's going to put Jim Miller away or he's going to have, you know, that oh shit moment where he's like i've made it to the ufc but making it to the ufc and actually you know being a solidified i'm here like you know there's a big difference making it to the dance and actually doing the dance are completely different things so i think jim i honestly i'm gonna go with jim miller in this one i don't know if it's an upset because jim like i mean he's the gatekeeper right now yeah but i don't I don't see why Jim Miller can't be that person to be like, all right, welcome to UFC and put him away with the submission or something. I still think he's a tough fight for a lot of people. I do too. Cause he, he, he's no quit. Yeah. So, but with that being said, I don't know who Eric Gonzalez is. I don't know I don't how either. good he is. I've never seen him fight. So it's hard for me to pick him when I've seen so many Jim Miller fights and I'm, I hope, 
I hope that Jim Miller wins this one and I hope that he comes in in shape because I think the last time I saw him, he didn't look good physically. Like his uh-huh. body looked like he was soft in the midsection and it was, it, he just looked, it looked weird. And yeah. I'm not used to seeing Jim Miller like that. And I, I don't know if that's age or if he had a bad camp and an injury or, or what that was, but his, his physique just looked off to me. Um, I want Jim Miller to win this and I think he should win this Yeah. unless Eric Gonzalez is some like standout superstar that I didn't, you know, I've never heard of before, which is highly possible because, you know, I'm not watching too many fights outside or the come ups of these fighters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he might come out here and completely put Jim Miller away and outclass him. And that'd be a nice feather in his cap because Jim Miller is a good name still, but yeah. But uh, I think Jim Miller should and has the tools to win this fight, especially if it goes to the ground and he wraps him up with like a rear naked choke or a guillotine. I'm thinking a guillotine, yeah. honestly, because Jim Miller just has one of the best, best guillotines. Yeah. I mean, look what he did to Clay Guida. I mean, there's another yeah. name that's, you know, at one point, one of the best lightweights in the world. And he rocked Clay Guida. This was, I mean, this was two years ago, but still he caught him on the feet standing he yeah. outstruck him rocked him and then put him to sleep so jim you know, miller's another guy that reminds me of like um the damage what's his name darren elkins darren elkins yeah you know i feel like they're 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 just dogs dude like Get you got your gotta, ass kicked and then you you gotta put him away yeah. you know you gotta put him away or he's still gonna try to take like take your head off and win yeah. you know if you don't finish him you're in a dog fight it's a problem no matter what, you know. So, sure. so I, I just have faith in Jim Miller. I think he should win this. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'm, I mean, hopefully he wins this, and then he can e- either he looks great and he's in great shape. And I want him to ride off you know, in the sunset. That's dude. what that's what I'm hoping though. Either you know that or this is his swan song, and he calls yeah. it a day. And like you know, go out on a win, baby. It's a great career for you. Uh. All right. Um, co-main we got Carlos Felipe versus Andre Arlovsky um, <laughs> I don't even know dude I'm like <laughs> the, I think the reason why I'm really unsure is because both guys have won three of their last four and the biggest factor in this fight is their age difference like yeah. I mean their reach they're about the same weight. They're almost the same height. Andre's got a two inch reach or a two inch reach advantage and two inches in height. Andre is six two, seven and uh, two hundred forty pounds, seventy seven inch reach. And the only loss that Andre really has is he got submitted by Tom Aspinall. And right now, I have Tom Aspinall. He's he's in my top seven, top eight in heavyweights right now. He's and I would think that the his biggest his toughest test to, coming up will be the the guys in the top two gone and uh in Ghana. Mm-hmm. but i don't think i honestly think he would put work on stipe because he's just younger and a uh, quicker fighter he's like a middleweight in a heavyweight body yeah um so i'm i guess i'm kind of having a hard time because i i feel like andre like I, I, ne- I really don't ever pick Andre to win, but it's hard to not pick him when he's looked pretty damn good over his last, you know, four fights. Besides getting submitted, um, dude, this is a hard one. Like I, I you I know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose with my head here, and I'm gonna choose Carlos Felipe. Okay, but I will, I always love Andre Arlovsky. He's the first guy that I ever watched fight in the UFC. Back when he had a fucking man bun. Yeah. The fangs, the fang mouthpiece, and he was wearing the short black shorts with the... Back when he was the real piece. Andre Arlovsky. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Carlos Felipe in this fight. Okay. Uh, I think you have made the smart choice. I am going to go with Andre Arlovsky in this one. Um, I have this weird 
thing when it comes to Andre Olovsky. I never pick him either. Yeah. But somehow when he fights people, they're afraid to throw at him. And I feel like he's got a glass chin these days, but people just don't throw. Like they're like they're shocked that they're fighting Andre Arlovsky or something. I don't understand what it is, but I, I feel like Carlos has the, the knockout power to put him away. My concern is the cardio. And I know it's only a three-round fight, but these guys are heavyweights, and Andre Arlovsky, I know, has got the cardio to go the three rounds. I just I wonder if he could stay away from the power for that long. My thing is I don't think Carlos, I don't even think Carlos has the knockout power. He doesn't even have a fucking knockout in the UFC. Well, I, I'm just saying they're heavyweights, and all he's got to do is land on Andre. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I think I think the biggest thing is that he's a he's a volume. Fuck, dude. I don't even know. I'm st- like I'm torn. I'm gonna go with Andre. He's I'm, got the experience. I'll, he's got I'll, way more fights. If this goes to a close, like point fighting fight. Andre should win this. If if you know if it goes to decision, I don't see how Andre loses. Yeah, that's what I'm banking on is that this fight goes to decision. But I mean, like I said, heavyweights, man, anything can happen. Andre's old as shit, and and I mean he's got a he's had a long career behind him, dude. He's Andre's got, what forty something fights, forty two. Yeah, fuck <laughs> me. No, he's got he's got fifty three fights. He's got yeah, two more contests. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Like that's a lot of fights, dude, at heavyweight and shit like that. And and yeah. some some crazy knockouts where he was straight wow. sleeping. His is like I mean? trying to do a fucking jumping knee and getting yeah. knocked out by Fedor. Uh, when uh, I mean the what, dudes, he been, didn't get knocked out, but when Anthony Rumble Johnson broke his jaw. Oh uh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was in that was in. Uh, PFL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm or I guess World Series of Fighting, which is now PFL. But um yeah, okay. I my thing is I just don't like I I never pick Andre Orlovsky to win because I I'm not expecting him to win. I really yeah, am not. So that's that's the same with me. I don't yeah. ever really expect him. To, I actually expect him to lose and it's weird because I'm a fan. But I feel like I've watched him for so long that I'm just ready for another spectacular loss, like like a spectacular KO loss where he's flatlined. I I feel like I've watched him for too long to still be doing this. I know. It's kind of like how I felt with um, Overeem. You know, like every time he fights, I'm like, dude, I love Overeem. Don't get me wrong. But I just have this feeling that he's gonna, he's gonna lose again, like you know. I like mean? Uberim. I don't like yeah. Uberim. I like Uberim. <laughs> well, Where you stood on the scale and you're like, that is a Greek god. That that is not even human. That's free Usada. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, and then the women's featherweight main event: Aspen Lad versus Norma Dumont. Obviously, Aspen Lad. Uh, was in the bantamweight division, but she struggled with making weight. So uh, now she's fighting at featherweight. Um, I think she was ranked like number three at bantamweight before moving up. And yes. uh, Norma Dumont, I mean, her only loss right now is to Megan Anderson. She got knocked out, KO'd, TKO'd. And then Aspen Ladd, her only loss was to Jermaine Durandame, which was a KO or TKO. Um, in this one, I am gonna go with Aspen Ladd in this fight, and it's strictly because I you look at who Aspen Ladd has fought in terms of like her in the UFC, she fought Yana Kuniskaya, who's I mean, that's a big name in the division, and she KO'd and TKO'd her, uh, lost her Jermaine Duranime, and then beat uh, Sarah Eubanks, uh, and then. Norma Dumont, her biggest win is against Felicia Spencer. And Felicia Spencer, I I mean, I don't even – I know Felicia fought uh, Amanda Nunes, and she went the full five with Amanda. So she's one of the few women that withstood the test of time against Amanda Nunes. But uh, 
I didn't, I just feel like I don't I don't really feel like I don't know how to put this without sounding like it's sounds stupid. Jermaine <laughs> Jermaine Durandame was a champion. Yeah. She never lost. She just refused to fight Cyborg, so she got stripped. Um, she is still arguably one of the best uh, strikers in the UFC for women, and Megan Anderson is not. So you're getting knocked out by Megan Anderson. That's kind of an issue. You know, anybody can get knocked by, knocked out by anybody, and I get that, but uh. Jermaine the skill levels there are way different. Yeah. Losing to Jermaine is, is, is better, one thing. Is better than yes. losing to Megan, yes. I think. Even though Megan Anderson just fought Amanda. In my eyes, you, 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 you lost to the champ. Yeah. And, and you know, in this one, I mean, Megan, Megan Anderson was a champ in uh, something else, wasn't she, before she came to UFC? Victor you or know. something, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I, don't I thought she was the champ or... or or had just she just fought lost Amanda the title Nunes. Or she just yeah. fought Amanda Nunes yeah for the title and lost. I know that, but um and like a reverse triangle or like a like a some weird triangle submission. Hmm. Um yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Aspen Ladd in this fight. Uh I think she will be faster. I don't think she'll be stronger, but I feel like she'll be faster. And I feel like the fact that she's not having to cut. And you know, can consistently uh, drain her body. I feel like it's going to be helpful that ten additional pounds. So I'm going to go with Aspen Lad in this fight, and you know she'll just start moving her way up the ranks. Uh, the big issue uh, that she's going to run into is that obviously some of the girls in the featherweight division are bigger, like taller fighters. Yeah. So. That's going to be something she she doesn't have to worry about that in this fight. Demont's only five six. Aspen Lad's five five. But I'm pretty sure Megan Anderson's like five nine or five ten. Yeah, she's a, she's a bigger girl. Taller. She's tall. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's just one of those things that she's going to have to adjust to. And obviously, she can she can adjust uh, like all fighters do to. Uh... Oh, Megan Anderson's six feet tall. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty tall 145er. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, get up close in personal dirty boxing and uh, takedowns, I guess, is going to be your best friend. So I'm going to go with Aspen. I'm going to go with Aspen Lad as well. Um, wh- one reason is because I don't think I've seen Norma Dumont fight. Mm-hmm. And if I did, I didn't remember it. But I have seen Aspen Ladd fight numerous times, and you know some of those were TKOs. So um, I have confidence in her. I think she has the higher ceiling, too. I think I like too. her, her, she has potential. You know what I mean? Like I think she got shotgunned into that Jermaine Durandamy fight too way too early. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that was just because she had so much hype on her or whatever, whatever the deal was. She was coming off the contender series, right? Did yeah. she do the contender series? Yeah, I, I think she did. Uh, yeah. and I just don't think it was the right move yet. Like, I think someone put a rocket to her ass and sent her, <laughs> sent her to That's the kind of like what they did with know? Sean O'Malley too. <laughs> I just, I don't think it should have happened. You know what I mean? Like it was, I think it was too quick. And I think now that she has time to improve and then her, her, her ceiling is higher. I think the only thing that concerns, so her, she just, obviously she just pulled out of their last fight because of weight cut issues. Was that at 135 or 145? 135. Okay. So this that, fight, she's they wouldn't have, they, yeah, they wouldn't have rescheduled her to fight at 130 or 145 if she missed weight for 145. So they moved her up to featherweight. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't know she missed the 135 thing, and then they were just like, hey, or I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know if she, maybe the last fight was 145 as well, but they were like, hey, we got to postpone it because they didn't stop it because she missed weight. They stopped it because she was shaking and shit on the scale. And she like, was 
bleeding and shit, you know? Well, so, and also Misha Tate came out and was like, you're trying to cheat the scale. You're trying to manipulate the scale. That's the reason why you were shaking. It had nothing to do with your weight cut. It had everything to do with you're trying to cheat the scale. And that's Misha yeah, Tate. I, I'm not. Yeah, but. So I don't know how much of that is actual. That's a fight I'd like to watch. I'd love to watch Aspen Ladd versus Misha Tate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'd love to watch that one. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably good for their at points in their career right now. But well, I mean, if Misha wants to make a comeback yeah. and actually be, she thinks she can be. She thinks she's the person that can beat Amanda Nunes, and it's like I don't think so. I mean, old Misha, I still don't think so. But like the Misha that I saw in her comeback fight, I, I unless she gets you know more t- more time and more comfortable. I would say no way, but yeah, but I mean, fucking crazier shits happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, I got Aspen Ladd in this one as well. I just think she, I think she has a higher ceiling and and has the potential to be a star for the females. But I think, I think she, she hopefully she's improved and I, she needs to get her weight in check, like yeah, straight up. I mean, I don't want to take away the whole. Uh, period starting yeah. her period during a weight cut thing like yeah. I mean I'm not a female I don't know shit about that yeah. I'm sure it fucking sucks in the middle of a weight cut you know I'm sure I mean? it's hard as fuck yeah but if that is really what affected it and that's what fucked it up then I hope she goes back down to 135 for her next one and, and can do it healthy and easily you know what i mean because i think that's what i think that's where she belongs i don't think she should be fighting at 145 i think these women are too big they're too fucking powerful and uh i think like i don't know norma dumont i haven't seen her fight but hopefully she's not this i watched her get knocked out by yeah (laughs) i'm just hopefully she's not this powerhouse that's gonna steamroll her at 145 and then totally ruin her fucking confidence because now she'll get fucking steamrolled again. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that fight against Jermaine Durandamy wasn't even fucking close. Yeah. But yeah. I th- like I said, I think that was way too early for her to be there. I agree. And yeah. I don't think that, you know, but who knows? I agree. Um, I guess everything's going to, my, my thoughts on how she, like whether she should stay at 145 or 135 will depend on her fight on Saturday. That's, I mean, that's my thoughts on it. It's like, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on her. Uh, I don't want to shit on her while uh, you know everybody else is shitting on her. Yeah, you don't want to kick her while she's down. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you know the poor girl has already faced enough scrutiny and shit. So, yeah. but um, yeah, uh, yeah. It, I guess it's all gonna just depend on Saturday and how she looks. Yeah. I just think those women are too too big, too fucking strong at 145, man. Like, even put it this way, like, if she, let's say she fought Amanda Nunes, like, she has a better chance at 135 than 145 Amanda Nunes. Yeah. You're going to let her keep the no, weight on? Fuck that true. noise. You know that's, what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hell no. I'd rather try to fight for that 135-pound belt than 145-pound belt. Uh-uh. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to give Amanda Nunes the fucking ability to keep on 10 more pounds and then try to fight her. That's a little bit more power and weight. I know. Those punches. I'd rather fight her while she's drained. Than... Yeah. At least to try to deplete her a little before we fuck around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess an- another thing that's going on this, this weekend is the, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Bellator card. I haven't seen the card, but I, I think I saw that uh, we have uh, Corey Anderson and Ryan Bader. And, and Bader. I, I, and I, then, saw the, I saw them facing off or a picture of them facing off or something like that. And then and I was like, oh, okay, that's a that's an interesting situation. And then there. Nemkov, who's the uh, light heavyweight champion, he beat Ryan Bader for the title. Okay. Uh, he's in the the other semifinal fight. Okay. Um, against uh, Julius Anglicus. Um, I've watched. I watched the Nemkov fight. I want. He trains with Fedor. He's on Fedor's team. But okay. dude's a beast. I mean, he he TKO'd Bader. He's a stud. 
And then uh, another really fun fight is going to be Benson Henderson versus uh, Brent Primus. Benson Henderson's still going at it, huh? Yeah. Brent Primus is good, too. I don't think I know who that is. Maybe if I saw him. Uh, yeah, he's good. Um, what do you think about Corey Anderson and Bader? Like, what, I, how do you, how that, you that's the out? fight that that's the fight that I'm most intrigued in, only because I feel like uh, Ryan Bader is. I feel like Corey Anderson's the better technical wrestler. I feel like Ryan Bader is the better mixed martial arts wrestler, mm-hmm. and I feel like Ryan Bader's just more explosive. I mean, the dude can. He literally dropped. Fedor with like a short left it was like a it was like a looping left hook yeah it wasn't even his strong hand and he knocked it like that's what dropped him and then he put him away the motherfucker's been at heavyweight like i mean he's throwing around clubs at this point yeah he's <laughs> saying fucking clubs yeah but he's a big boy uh, at that point i think i think ryan bader should win this fight I'll be I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think he's the bigger, more powerful wrestler. And I think his striking is better. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's, if it's looking, not better, it's got way more power. Corey you know Anderson, I mean? so all I he's he looking, has every chance to win this. All he's looking to do is push you up against the fence, take you down, and either do ground and pound or work his way to some sort of a submission. Or tire you out against or, the cage yeah. as long as he can. Yeah. You know? Like Kamaru Usman versus fucking Tyron Woodley. And uh, is this Bader's first fight back at light heavy or? Maybe. Maybe he maybe he had a bye in the in the first round of the let me look real quick. Yeah, because I'm just thinking like where's Corey Anderson's head at right here? Is his is his plan maybe to just push him up against the cage and try to tire him out because maybe he, he still has heavyweight cardio. You know what I mean? Like, let's try to. No, he uh, he fought Leota Machida. Oh shit! Oh, oh yeah, I did. I did hit, watch that yeah. one. Yeah, he fought Leota Machida and uh, beat him by unanimous decision. Yeah, and then that was a good and, fight. And then in his uh, fight against uh, Nemkov, he got TKO'd. He fought Czech Congo because that uh, was the rematch between him and Leota, right? Yeah, I think he yeah. lost in UFC to Leo. Yeah, yeah, he got knocked out in the first, or I don't know if it was the first, but in the he, first uh, fight he got knocked and out. It was the second round, but yeah, yeah, he he got knocked out. Yeah. Um. He. All let's. What's the other one? He, dude, I still can. I still have the hardest time believing that he lost to Tito by guillotine. I knew you were gonna bring that one up. Dude. That was that was the last time Tito got a win. Like. Before. And it was fucking shocking too. He's like he he was even shocked. He got I that. I was, I was he like, but he couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, his fight before the Nimkov fight was uh, against Czech Congo. He retained the heavyweight title. It was uh, due to an accidental eye poke. Um, and then speaking of Tito, um, I have a I have this weird question. I mean, this is way off subject, I guess, but. Did you do you remember Rashad Evans versus Tito? Uh no. Honestly, okay. I don't remember that Dude, fight. Rashad came in in fucking impeccable shape. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never seen Rashad look so good in my life. And he absolutely beat the piss out piss. of him. Uh-huh. And I just remember thinking, like, yo, this Rashad might fuck up everybody. And then I never saw him good again. And I don't know if it was because Tito was that terrible. Yeah. Or if Rashad was really in like the, the fucking best shape of his life. Like cause he looked insane. He had a six pack, like fucking looked insane in shape, like yeah. really good. And he beat the fucking piss out of him. And I was like, oh dude, this Rashad's so, gonna so be. So was that when problem. Rashad was trying to work his way back to a title? I think so, yeah. Okay. So he must it must have been not long after he got knocked the fuck out by Leoto. Yeah, and then I, but I was like, uh, I don't, I know, I don't think I ever saw Rashad look the same after that. But he looked impeccable for that fight. It might have mm-hmm. just been that Tito was that fucking bad. I, I think mean, Tito honestly, was just that bad. he was probably that fucking bad because I watched the Anderson Silva fight with him in boxing, and he was fucking. He terrible. threw three jabs in a row. <laughs> it's like who the fuck throws three jabs in a row, dude? I had never seen worse stand up in my life. But- 
It's like, what the fuck? All right. Um, I guess some talking points that we were going to use for our last show that we ended up not doing because uh, <clears throat> Jeffrey no-showed on me. Uh, <laughs> that happens. Yeah, you were sick. That was another thing. You were yeah, sick. I lost the my kids voice and everything. I couldn't fucking... My whole house was sick. You were sick. The wife was sick. The kids were sick. It's like, fuck. Brick, Brixton got it first. And then my wife got it. And then Banks got it. Mm-hmm. And then Brody's the only one that didn't get it that I think... Brody's a fucking yeah. beast, buddy. And then I got it. And then I was, I was like dying for like three days... And I lost my voice for three days and I couldn't, I could barely fucking talk. Like the well, one Saturday, when, I, when I played games with you, that was yeah. my voice was coming back that day. Finally, you're, you know? you're like, ah, ah. <laughs> it's like I hit puberty again yeah. and shit. Hi guys. I was like, I can't, I don't want to do a podcast like this or you guys are going to fucking yeah. roast me. <laughs> oh, you and people would be like, I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah. All right. Um, so. Uh, the Francis Ngannou versus Surreal Gone and then Adesanya versus Whitaker 2 is scheduled to happen at UFC 270. I think that's either in January or February. Um, so that is going to be one to pay attention to uh, just because those are two absolute bangers. I think they added another fight to that card recently too. Keep was talking. it, Bra- so was it Brandon it Brandon Moreno and uh, Figueredo? Is that was that one of the other ones? I'm trying to look. Uh, so yeah, that was the other one. Brandon okay. Moreno and Figueredo. But and then Dustin Poirier and, and Charles Oliveira is UFC 269 nine in December. Mm-hmm. That was another talking point. Um, and then obviously one of the things that happened since the last time that we talked was. Uh, obviously, Aljamain fell out of the his fight with Peter Yan, uh, but Corey Sandhagen is stepping up. And honestly, I'm happy for Corey Sandhagen because, uh, I mean, based on a lot of people's opinions, they thought that he won that fight with TJ. Yeah. And then, obviously, uh, Yan should have never lost that his belt to Aljamain. Yeah. You know, obviously he did because he hit him with an illegal knee, and we know what Aljamain did. We don't need to discuss it. Um, so it's like really for some people, it's like the number one contender versus the champion, no matter what. Um, that that be, that's my thoughts, but yeah, mine. I I thought TJ won the fight, but obviously I think it's fair either way. Like if I think if TJ could have fought and because he had surgery like if he didn't have have surgery i feel like he would have been like absolutely i'll do that yeah so no matter what kudos to kudos to um cory for stepping in on short notice on like 30 days notice because that fight that's in a couple weeks so cory sanhagen doesn't strike me as the guy that gets out of shape in between fights though no i I, I I feel like this motherfucker has been ready he's been waiting for this shot my my thoughts though are that I think Peter Yan is just uh, superior. <laughs> like you think he's, he's just than... he's just so good. He's he so good. good. He made Aljamain Sterling look mediocre, and Aljamain looked fantastic against Corey Sandhagen. Um, I think Corey Sandhagen's improved a shit ton though. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think that fight there... with TJ is only going to make him fucking hungrier and better. I think too. But also. Say he wins the fight against Peter Young. That the first fight you do is yeah. TJ and like, I mean, obviously Aljamain's gonna get that shot. But well, that's the problem. This is for a fucking interim belt, you know? Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Like, at this point, you got to strip the dude. He hadn't fought in a fucking year. You know what I mean? Like nine months or whatever the hell yeah. it's been. Like, you got to. And not only that is he's not fought in nine months but he won off of a dq like bro strip that shit and make this for the fucking real belt well the thing is is well this is the way i look at it no matter what say Corey wins he gets redemption against aljamain say peter wins he gets redemption against aljamain so either way it it's good for 
business. And then obviously you've got TJ Yon, sitting in yeah, the, in the, in yeah, the you got TJ who can get healed up, do, do his rehab and then come back. So, yeah. So it's, it concerns I, me for TJ. I mean, obviously he came back really good after this layoff, mm-hmm. but like at this layoff, one fight and then a fucking surgery and recovery. But the thing like, is, God is that, damn, bro. I think his was a uh, LCL mm-hmm. uh, and tear. Which is like one of the better ones to have if you have if a knee tear. It's it's not an ACL or an MCL. It's an LCL, so it's a or a PCL. One of the two. I can't remember. Some, but either way, it's a quicker recovery and it's not as hard of a rehab. So I think he'll be all right. Um, on the fight card as well. Islam Makachev was supposed to fight Rafael Dos Anjos. Obviously, that fell out. And now it's Islam versus Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker coming off of his fight with Nazrat Hakras uh, just a couple weeks ago at the last pay-per-view. And uh, Dan was saying, like, not long, like, just a couple days after, he's like, yeah, there's really no incentive for me to fight Islam because we're only like one apart and he was like, and it would just completely fuck up like all my travel with my family. I like wouldn't see my family till after the new year because of it. And uh, obviously the, the UFC was willing to work with them there. It sounds That's what like happens when the UFC backs up a truckload of cash. Yeah. <laughs> and also they probably were like, here's the deal. This is what yeah. we'll do. And you it's win like, this shit, and you're fucking, you're fighting for a title. Even the future, then, in your future, you or whatever, lose man. it, and you yeah. have a fuckload of money. Yeah. And it sounds like everybody from City Kickboxing is trying to up and get the fuck out of New Zealand and mm-hmm. Australia, and go to the states. So, you know, that's that'll definitely help with the move. So, um, I I hope it works out for him, and I don't see him. Islam's just he's the next Khabib. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was not a huge Dan Hooker fan before that. Same. Not that I mean, I like his fights, don't get me wrong. It's just like I never really clicked with him. I didn't really have like a mm-hmm. personality click with him or any reason to really root for him or anything like that. I do now. Yeah. Same. I hope he wins this fucking fight. <laughs> I hope he does only because the style of I don't I really hate that is the the Dagestani style. The like I the re, like wrestle fuck you, like literally wrestle fuck you into oblivion. It's that lay and pray, baby. It's yeah, an ironic that's, name. That's, the, that's, a, <laughs> that's a hashtag lay and pray. Yeah. But the thing is, is the only one like, I didn't really hate like that was was Khabib because it didn't yeah. feel like that because he because was smashing the, motherfuckers. Yeah, he would smash he, his ground and pound. Yeah. But that's when you're just a wet blanket. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not fun to watch. But if Islam, like his fight with Tiago Moises, it was like this guy's like ranked fucking eleventh or twelfth. Like you're supposed to blow this guy out of the water. So when he was putting a hurting on him, I was like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. The guy's fucking seven, you know, seven below you. That was kind of like when Dan Hooker fought Nasrat. I was like, I was like, you know, you should have dominated him because you're, you guys are separated by a lot in the rankings. So it'll be interesting to see if it stays standing, then he'll be golden because Islam isn't like, you know, he's not Mike Chandler. Yeah. I'm, Uh, I'm I'm hoping right now that Dan Hooker is going to be in the best shape of his fucking life because he just got a fight. And it was a good fight. Um, and he doesn't have to worry about getting arrested for training because he's in the United yeah. States. And, you know, like, if you don't get out of shape, not even a fucking – I mean, because he probably started that shit right off the bat. Like, let's go – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rest for a week because that was a fight. And then let's get back into the gym and fucking do our thing. The thing you know, that sucks like, is that's – you only fucking got, back at it. I don't even think he took a week off. Maybe. Maybe I not, think- yeah. Honestly, I think that because when you look at it, you have to fly over there like the week of the fight. 
Yeah. So he only has like probably two or three, two and a half weeks of preparation before you have to fly over there, get adjusted, do your quarantine on all the other shit that goes with it. Cause yeah. it's in the UAE. It's in Abu Dhabi. That's, yeah. So yeah, that's true. I didn't think about it being in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. You want to get there at least a week fucking before the fight, in my opinion. Well, it's all based on the UFC because yeah. it's all on fight Island. It's what yeah. the UFC allows and doesn't allow. Um, well, I'm sure they got a, fucking facility right next to the fucking uh, arena there. You know what I mean? Like, a, well, I mean, they built like that a, whole thing. What's, for, it, what's it called? Uh, and like an apex center there, you yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever, like a, well, that's what fight Island is. It's yeah. like, it's built for the fighters. So I'm sure um, there's a badass fucking training facility and gym and shit that like, just be like, Hey, you know what? You can't fucking train in New Zealand. You're going to take this fight early. Come on over here as fast as you fucking can. Let's get you here three weeks in or two weeks in advance and just start yeah. fucking training, you know? Yeah. Get it acclimated to the weather and shit there because I'm sure it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's going to be hot as balls. <laughs> but it's not. Well, they always buggy, like. Not a good like, time. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know, dude. <laughs> I, I'm. I am so grateful that Dan took this fight. Yeah. But I don't think the outcome is going to be good for him because he does. I think good. odds are he loses, but I yeah, he does really good against other strikers. His fight he's, with he's Dustin, a big guy though too. It might be hard yeah. to take him down. Uh like to, to and take him down and keep him down. I don't know. Like it depends on we didn't how, even get to, like we how good even, of a wrestler he really fucking is. You know, like, well, his we're takedown gonna find defense out. looked really fucking good against yeah. Nasrat, but. but that's it's not, not like him. we were like, hey, you know, <laughs> you from Dagestan, bro? Yeah, it's a little different here. Yeah. All right. I just, um, I just, I, I want good things to people that take big risks. That's what I agree. I want. That, that's what, what I, mean? I want too. You, I you saved it and you put on a fight for the fans that's exciting. Yeah. You know, and like you kept it exciting. And this is more exciting because you took that risk. And now I'm, now I'm a fan and I want you to fucking succeed, you know? Dude, that's fucking bullshit. I don't even get to watch that fight card. Well, what, what time's the air? At like fucking 6 10 a.m. 6 30 uh. is when the fucking 6 30 in the morning. I got to work. I'm not even going to be able to watch that fight card. That's a bummer because there's some good fights on that fight card. Alexander Volkov versus uh, Marcin Tibera. Li Jing Lang versus Kamzat Shemaev. Uh, Magomed Ankilov versus Volkan Uzdemir. That's the main card. Jan Blachowicz versus Glover Teixeira. Peter Jan, Corey Sandhagen. That's a good That's a good fight card. It's too bad that I won't be able to watch it. <laughs> and that's that's two weeks from Saturday. Man, we can't watch them all. I know. But it sucks because I would definitely wake up early <laughs> and watch those fights. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, one thing to get into, obviously, next week is the Paulo Costa and Marvin Vittori fight card. Uh, so that should be interesting. I hope Paulo Costa knocks Vittori's head off. And I don't even like Paulo Costa. Um, I mean, if it was a double KO, I wouldn't be upset. I me either. <laughs> like, yeah, um, that was a cool one for the first time in the UFC. Yeah. And then obviously we've got the um, UFC 268 coming up in November, in the beginning of November, uh, which is Usman and Covington, Nami Yunus versus Weili Zhang. Two, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. And then the other uh, fight on that card for the main card is Frankie Edgar versus Marlon Vera, which is going to be a good fight. Yeah. Uh, and another fight that got announced was uh, they're trying to get, I think, for UFC 269, they're trying to get the um, – Leon Edwards versus Jorge Masvidal put on that uh, December 11th card with Dustin Poirier versus Charles Oliveira. Yeah. And then that's the Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena fight. Is That, f- that fight needs to happen. So, yeah. I mean, I'm honestly, that fight doesn't do much for me, to be Leon, honest. But Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, like, I'm not... Even with all the drama behind it and the three piece and the soda and like all that shit, like something Super about necessary. this, yeah, something about this is it just doesn't do it for me. I don't know what it is. 
This I is. I think it's because I was so like set on Nate or Nick and fucking Masvidal. I was like, that's who. That's what needs to happen. And then he fought Robbie instead. And then like I don't. I don't know. Just and then seeing Nate rock Leon and something tells me that this. I mean, th- I think it's gonna be a good fight. Don't get me wrong. I think it's gonna be a lot closer than Nate and Leon. But yeah. Um. I think Leon is going to own this fight. I mean, we'll see. Jorge has his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And I think it's over. I mean, yeah, I I can see that too. I can see that happening. And the thing is, obviously, Jorge is like, you know, he's a fan favorite now. Mm -hmm. It's, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's Leon. That's all you're welcome. Yeah. But, I mean, what else, like, say he loses to Leon, what is there for him to do? Nothing, what man. fight is there? Nothing. It's like, dude, go right off in the sunset and do your fucking, your fight promotion, your bare knuckle, yeah. whatever the fuck. Or... That's the only thing that he's got, man. Like, this, I think he, I, I think everything's riding on this fight for him. Yeah. Because he's got to prove that, that he's still got it after that. Uh, Kamaro fight after he got starched, yeah, which I did like, not see coming. By because the way. if you lose this, you're you you saying you're welcome for being the millionaire that goes out the fucking window. Like nobody's gonna care, you know. What I mean? Nobody's gonna care about you fighting anymore. Like no, what you gotta fight Nate again. Like if you lose this, maybe Diaz is the fight to make, not Nate but Nick. You I know. know they both lost. Maybe the thing that's is, the I don't even, that's what's the I don't even think fight. Nick wants to fight anymore. Like, I, don't think I really, so, so I don't think that's the fight. You to know make. what? You know what Nick wants to fight for? Fucking money. You know what fight is the only fight Masvidal has left that'll bring in money? Is fucking, well, either Conor McGregor or fucking Masvidal. I'd love to see, I'd, and, or, at this uh, point, Nick. I'd love to see Conor get baptized by Street Jesus. Oh, it would happen. Yeah. It would. It would He's totally way too big. Yeah. He's way too big. Yeah. He, I don't he's know. Not, he's not Connor's even that looking big, pretty big right big. now. Connor's looking pretty big right now. Fucking Connor, man. Doing coke and driving the streets of LA and Las Vegas and Miami. That dude's. Yeah. We, we've lost our Connor, man. I know. Our, our Connor's gone. I know. Well, the thing is, there's a, there's a kid at, at my work that started strutting and he's like, I'm Connor McGregor. And I was oh, like, no. I was like, you want me to late and check one of your leg kicks and, and I'll make <laughs> really make you Conor McGregor. And he, he was it's like, just... he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, dude, you've been, you've been locked up too long. You don't even know what's going on. I was like, you're, <laughs> you're behind on the times. I was like, Conor hasn't even won a fight in like two years. So Cowboys, your last win. That's not yeah, a good look. That's no, no. <laughs> um, what, what other fights? I mean, dude, it's been a couple weeks since we've done a podcast, so I don't even remember. I mean, the biggest I think we, one was we Leon talked and, about most of them. Um, let's Leon see. and Jorge was the. We got Sean O'Malley versus Pia, Piava. Uh, Paiva. Paiva, whatever yeah. his name was. I don't know. If I'm we going brought back that in, up last time. I'm going into our. I'm going into our chat. Oh yeah. Um, I shared to, some stuff recently, so we yeah, should have what, something left in there. No, we didn't fucking save anything. Dude, My stuff got, should be, be there still. No, um, not. no, I didn't save shit. No, we didn't fucking save it. God damn it. Okay. Um. Well, that's not good. Uh. Well, um. Wilder and Fury was fucking dope. Dude, oh yeah, we could definitely <laughs> talk about that. Uh, I don't have yeah. much to say on it, whether but like it was one of the fucking that was one of the greatest, greatest heavyweights fights. That was one of the greatest boxing happened. fights yeah. I've ever seen. Uh, dude, I honestly thought at one point I was like, "Well, this fight is over," and Wilder just won when he knocked him down twice in what the fourth round, third or fourth yeah. round. I mean, but then Fury got knocked down three times, and Wilder got knocked down four. That's yeah. fucking insane. And then I was like, dude, the longer this fight goes, because we were we were talking while we were watching the fight, and I was like, I was like, the longer this fight goes, it just favors Fury because yeah. we know that he's got he's the stamina gassing, for it. Man. 
and Deon and he was leaning on Deontay and he it was so smart. Yeah. He came in at like 277 or whatever yeah. the fuck he came in. But Deontay came fuck. in at 233, which is probably the heaviest <laughs> he's ever weighed. So for, that's you know, crazy. For a fight. Yeah. So yeah, that was it was just a really good fun fight and that's ex- that's the type of fight that boxing needed. Like yeah. you needed a big heavyweight fight that was super exciting to draw eyes back to the sport of boxing because boxing is a dying like it's a, just a dying sport. Yeah. I mean, there's all and this is the one thing that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Boxing is a dying sport. MMA is the fastest growing sport in the world and Boxers are still making tens of millions of dollars in comparison to MMA fighters, which are not. Well, there's so many more MMA fighters in the UFC than there is on a fucking boxing card. You know what I mean? Or like, no, no, I know. The fuck there is. I know. So it's just but, at that level and compared to that level and then yeah. all the other shit, dude, like the sponsors they're allowed to fucking have and the promotions and all this shit. It's all handled Anderson, fucking different, you know? I mean, I was... Speaking of sponsorships, Corey Anderson was talking about how like every paycheck that he's ever gotten since he started in the UFC is in like he still has it in an account, like in a bank account, because he pays all of his bills with sponsorship money. Hell yeah. So it's like smart as fuck. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know, if you're smart with your money and you make good investments and you're, you know, you're not buying stupid shit then you'll be set for life. And you live a comfortable lifestyle instead of trying to be Conor McGregor when you're fucking not making that much money. You know, don't go be buying extravagant vehicles and crazy shit like that. Like, just live comfortable, pay your fucking bills, live in a nice house, do all this shit, train your fucking ass off, be a professional. And I bet you he's got a couple hundred thousand dollars in the fucking bank right now just chilling. The thing that sucks, though, is there's no retirement in MMA. So Yeah, that does suck. So you can put all that money away. But you can't tell me that, like, he can, every one of these guys that have been somewhere or a contender or anything like that, start a fucking gym. Yeah. It's that easy. You know, start a fucking gym. The thing is, is like, I mean, Josh Thompson has a gym, the punk, and then Big John McCarthy did have a gym. And Big John McCarthy said the worst thing he ever did was open a gym. Because there's so much Somebody more. Somebody that res- doesn't give a fuck, though. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have a crazy gym. Have it a, like a local fucking weightlifting gym. Have memberships and then training on the side or whatever, and it'll fucking pay for itself. Like, I think he was talking. It doesn't about, always have to be. I think he was talking gym. about like an MMA gym. Was, I know, but like, yeah. it doesn't have to be strictly MMA. That's you're canceling ninety percent of the audience. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just open up a weightlifting gym and some fucking MMA on the side get a bigger room or something for that shit. And then, I mean, a, a regular gym with your memberships of people that live down the fucking road is going to pay for that. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I just think that people want to do things different. And I, if they got the money to invest it and in, in open business like that, it'd be smart as shit. In my yeah, opinion, but. for sure. Um, another right. thing that happened, the last subject or whatever, I guess, mm-hmm. If if you're down to go or sure, whatever, I absolutely. was just gonna bring up the uh, the John Jones uh, oh. being being uh, being John Jones barred, yeah, but yeah. he was barred from Jackson, Jackson Wink. Wink. Well, he, he, for, he, for now, yeah, he, they, he's not barred. Basically. He's yeah. he's suspended from the gym, yes. and it's like <clears throat> honestly, I think it's like the biggest bullshit ploy, fucking like I don't like. Jackson Wink. Hey. <laughs> Fucking dogs, dude. She sees herself in the reflection. So um I don't I don't like Jackson Wink. Like I never have, I never will. I think they're scumbag coaches. Like I really do. And I think I, I think that this is a, a PR move. Yeah, that's exactly and, what and, it is. In the in the moment that John Jones is okayed he'll be like allowed come back. on back yep. come back he'll, he'll be allowed back right because right there. this be- is just for him to look good against the public and be like hey like oh no nah, man no we're holding we, them we're, accountable we're, yeah we're holding hold them yeah. accountable for that shit and the moment they're like like all right dude he's cleared let's get this fucking yeah. fight camp going and all that shit they're like all right you know he he's generates his life and he generates he, more income than he's anybody reached else. out for help and you yeah. know like he's 
he's in rehab or he's fucking, you know, he's welcome back anytime and, and all that. Yeah. Like it'll just it, move right back to that. Because John posted like just had like one of the toughest hardest, conversations. Yeah. yeah, hardest. I cried and all this other shit. It's like and it's thanks like, to dude. my other coaches who still support me. So like there's yeah. people there that support him, but the one guy doesn't and says he's yeah. not allowed, which means that yeah, eventually there's, there's, this is just a, this is just to look good until he's okay and then they bring him back like yeah. that's all that is i i just i don't like it i don't like that team i don't like uh i mean like look what they did to donald Cerrone. yeah i don't like the, i just think it's shady business i mean and there was another reason why uh george st pierre stopped going there i mean there must have been something yeah because he was with Greg Jackson, like he would spend time and obviously with TriStar and and yeah. Albuquerque. So, so what do you? This might be fun. If John Jones is legit banned from that place, where do you think he could go? I don't think anybody else will take his ass. American Kickboxing Academy. No, I'm just kidding. AKA? <laughs> Fuck no, they'd all fucking riot. <laughs> I, I don't know where the fuck challenge. Yeah, I, I don't know where he could go, dude. Uh, American Top Team. Yeah. Why not? That's where all the dirtbags that aren't accepted somewhere else will go to American Top Team. Look at how many... I don't think it'd be good for his career though. Like I, I just don't know what would like a place that could better him and get more experience that would actually want, accept them. I want to I mean? clarify one thing. I think that Kevin I, Frost, the hobby would be fucking nasty, but that will never happen. No. Uh, like with his mind Frost and John Jones ability. It. Yeah. You know what Frost I mean? Like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm this just is, saying like, this that'd is what be, I think that'd be the worst, like the most deadly combo in MMA though. Like that dude's mind with his abilities would be insane. I want to clarify one thing real quick. I said that dirtbags at American top team. <laughs> yeah. I was specifically <laughs> meaning Greg Hardy. Greg, I, I want to clarify that because <laughs> uh, if you were, if I were a gym, I would not let Greg Hardy into my gym based on his past. Like, obviously, everybody needs to move on and everybody should get second chances, but sorry, you need to find your second chance elsewhere, not here. That, that was specifically what I was talking about because not anybody else, at least nobody that I can really think of. I think, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I understood. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's I mean, it I, for me. If I, don't, I really don't have it. I don't have anything else in terms of uh, stuff to talk about. Um, just because so much else that happens, we could, we could do it on a recap or something like that. Like any of the fights that we missed or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. If there's anything that you guys uh, want to talk about or want us to talk about, just comment uh, in the comment section below. Um, other than that, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, check us out on Facebook. It's Lay and Pray MMA podcast on Facebook. Same thing as our uh, YouTube channel and our uh, podcast channel. And you can find us in all different podcast platforms um the big ones obviously are spotify google podcast apple podcast um i'm trying to think there's a there's a couple other different ones but uh other than that i got nothing else buddy uh, i think i'm good too all right man well take it easy i hope you guys enjoyed and uh we'll catch you on the next one all right man all right talk to you talk to you later buddy later bye